Welcome to Papa's House Church, Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube and Facebook. Good morning everyone. So glad you tuned this morning to worship Jesus with us. We are so glad and I want to start off by praying. Why don't we just pray? Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you that your presence is here with us and I pray that you will speak to us, anoint my lips, take control of my life and I pray for good soil Lord this morning. They will receive it with an earnest heart and they will multiply it. Uh, so that the kingdom of God will be glorified and extended in and through their lives. So we thank you and all God's people say in Jesus name. Amen. Wonderful. Guys, the title is up on the screen, Burning but Not Burnt. Can somebody say burning but not burnt? It's from the book of Exodus chapter 3. We're going to dwell there uh, uh, this this morning and we're going to uh, meditate on what was going on from that uh, small passage it's it's up in the screen there there the angel of the lord appeared to moses in flames of fire coming out of a bush moses saw that the bush was on fire but it was not burning up uh, many times in our walk with jesus and i'm going to say it outrightly you know many times when you walk with jesus either you have people who are burning passionately for jesus are your people who are burnt out and they have lost their passion? They're just, you know, like a walking dead and they just survive. And I believe everyone as a Christian, as a Bible-believing, born-again, spirit-led Christian, we have to avoid the pitfalls of being not being burnt out. And burnt out is a, a very... Uh, sad place to be because uh, it, they are not useful to themselves, not to those people who are around them. And I have been in a burnt out place where I felt my life uh, doesn't make sense to me and also to the others who are with me, you know, starting from my wife and kids and then goes it goes extended to the places where God has put you as an influencer. So uh, everyone have... A potential inside that either takes you to the place of fulfillment of that potential or you get frustrated along the way and you have a uh, you come to a place of burnt out so it is a pitfall to avoid and maybe you are maybe in the midst of burnt out and maybe this message is gonna bring uh, edification and exhortation to you so that you can grow in the fullness you can come out of it because God doesn't designed you to stay in burnt out place Moses was in a burnt out place and uh, we're going to talk about it so I believe and I am a big fan of taking notes and I want to encourage you to take notes if you don't take notes it's going to be like uh, uh, you just listen for 30 minutes and then You'll enjoy a little bit and then it will not stick in your mind. Taking notes helps you to retain information. So I want to encourage you to do that. Okay. If you don't have a habit of doing it, we all can learn, cultivate a new habit. Wonderful. Now, let's 
talk a little bit about Moses. The reason that he was in desert because he was running away for his life. If you read the previous chapter, you will find there that he took uh, the, the dreams in his own hands and he started bringing justice in his own terms and it didn't go well. And sometimes that's what we do. We, we sometimes we, we kind of take things, God's idea and we put it in our human efforts and we end up seeing catastrophic consequences. And that's what happened with Moses. And the second reason was he had a passion to see, see his people free. But he fought the fight in his own terms. And Exodus 2 from verse 11 to 14, you'll see that he goes around and he looks his own people who had been mistreated. And he said, okay, you know what? I am a Jew and my my fellow fellows, uh, fellow Jews are, um, are suffering. Let me bring justice. And sometimes that happens, right? We kind of take uh, uh, the situation around us and we say, well, this is not right. I'm going to fix it. But what we have not recognized is every battle is not for us to fight. And every battle in order for you to win has to be fought in God's terms. And we will talk about it a bit later. And number three, he almost lost his passion, dreams and put on a survival tactics. And so what happened? Pharaoh get to know what got to know what happened and he was fleeing for his life and the Bible says in Exodus chapter 3 verse 1 he became a shepherd and he was uh, just in the desert and he was taking care of his father-in-law's uh, sheep and 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 the Middle Eastern culture and most Asian culture understand uh, that's something that man will never do that he shouldn't do that because it's a very humiliating thing to go and be under the subjection of your father-in-law and to 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 lose all your dignity and to live a lifestyle of no meaning which is such a, a profound expression of what Moses have become by losing all his passion and uh, so he was totally burned out and listen this is the beautiful thing God meets him where he was where he was, uh, you know, he was, he was broken, he was hurt, he was disappointed, he was, he didn't see uh, the justice he fought was, uh, was good. And he also was very uh, disappointed in the fellow Jews where uh, they actually said, who made you a ruler over us? And he was thinking, I was actually trying to do something good for you, man, because I was having power, I have influence. But in the midst of all this, the good news is up in the screen. The good news is that God meets you where you are. Put your hand on your heart and say this after me. My God meets me where I am. Mean it when you say it. Say it again. My God meets me where I am. Amen. Religion tells you you need to climb up. God kingdom tells you he came down. God so loved the world he gave us. And I've said this so many times and I'm going to keep nailing it again and again and again. You know, we don't work part of a religion. We are part of a kingdom. And so you may be running from God, but God is running after you. This morning, the Holy Spirit wants to inspire you by telling you, maybe you are in a burnt out situation. Maybe you're running from God, but God is running after you. You may be given up on God, but God has not given up on you. You remember the best description of us is in Isaiah 53, where we turned our uh, our, our lives from God and each one of us walked in our own ways and God did not leave us. He pursued us. The Yahweh laid every guilt of ours 
of ours, of us as humanity, on his son, Yeshua. So, so you may be given up on God, but God has not given up on you. You may have forgotten your passion, but God remembers your passion. And, and I tell you this, when I talk about some of you feel a little bit uncomfortable because the passion, the, the root word of passion is suffer. And you're thinking, man, I suffered a lot for that. I tried, I did, and, and it didn't work out. So I throwed my towel and I just moved on. But remember, God has not forgotten your passion. He's the one who put that justice inside of you. He's the one that put the desire in of you. He's the one who put that, that dream inside of you. It may take time. It may linger for a long while. For a, for a while. It may it may even delay. But delay does not mean it's, it's denied. So I want you to hold on to this word. It's coming. The good news is God is after you. You may be in the desert, but God knows how to meet you in the desert. So Moses was in the desert. He was taking care of the sheep. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 3, I want you to turn your Bible to Exodus chapter 3. And uh, we'll just camp there for a while. Okay. The children of Israel camped there for a long time. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Median. So the, this guy was not even a... Uh, Yahweh follower, you know, so and he led his flock back to the desert and came to the Horeb, the mountain of God. So Moses, it's incredible, incredible. He he lost his passion. He lost everything, but still he, he, the Bible says he was in the mountain of God. And maybe some of you are here like this and you lost your passion, you lost your dream, but you're just, you know, trusting God, you know, believing in him in your heart and you are just, just surviving. But God knows where you are at. He knows where you're, you're hurt. He knows where you're hurt. He knows your pain. He knows your frustration. He knows your challenges. He knows your disappointment. He knows your rejection. But God meets you where you are at. Look at the story of, the, the, the story of Mary and Joseph. God said, highly favored woman, highly favored woman and the angel of the lord led joseph and mary the pregnant mother like almost 90 miles it's like seven days journey it's like 150 kilometers seven days journey and they arrived and when they arrived the angel of the lord led them so far when they arrived but there is no place there is no place for the baby and the mother to be in a in a, in a hotel or in an inn, you know, and and the, and it's it's a rejection. Can you imagine the rejection? Joseph must be telling like, God, I I heard you. You led me this far. Now people are saying there is no room for me. What is this? And in the midst of the rejection, God meets, you know, and it's interesting and it is very prophetic. He was, Jesus was born in, 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 a, in a, not in a, <laughs> not in a mansion, but in a manger uh, where the sheep were there. And, and this is prophetic. And he was saying, you know, I am bringing the eternal lamp of God among the sheep here. And the shepherds are watching, not for the sheep, but for the eternal lamp of God. And I'm bringing it to understand, to show to the world that 
that your rejection, your pain, I, I have gone through from my birth. They didn't even want me. You know, I was rejected. So I can know what your rejection looks like. So you may be in the desert, but God knows how to meet you in the desert. You may be lost, but God knows how to find you. Remember, it was God who came after Adam. Adam, where are you? You know, he, he, he was hiding himself. God knows how to find you. My friends, I want to encourage you. God meets you where you are and maybe you are in the place yeah, as i'm talking the holy spirit is uh, uh, igniting in your heart the, the passions the dreams and you feel like man it's too hard I, I don't want to be disappointed again i don't want to be hurt again i don't want to be rejected again i don't want to feel that my work is in vain again but i i tell you guys the holy spirit says to you, do not give up. Hold on to me. I am the one who called you. I am the one who called you. I will fulfill what I have intended for your life and through your life. Hold on to me. Give me one more chance, says the Lord. I don't know who it is for. Receive that. Amen. Why people burn out? Let's let's be a little bit practical. Uh, take notes. First one. First reason, they try to do God's dream their way. Sometimes we also do that, right? So it's like we have a vision from God, but we want to execute in our own terms. Number two, they run ahead of God's timing. And that was the case of Moses. He, he, he thought, okay, you know what? My people are suffering. Let me uh, be a professional uh, uh, you know, encounter specialist <laughs> or something like that, you know, uh, uh, somebody who can, who can come and chop, chop, do this, do the work. And you, if you read the previous chapter, uh, he, he just basically, uh, he basically killed someone and hid them in the sand. And, and being in, in Egypt, I've been personally in Egypt, led a team uh, in 2000 and 2005 uh, to Egypt and had a privilege of baptizing one of our, uh, you know, students in the Red Sea, uh, everywhere you see sand. So he just buried in the sand and he thought, you know, you can just do it. But, you know, but he ran out of God's timing. Some, sometimes we run out of God's timing. God sometimes has a different timetable than ours. And the goal of God is, is to not just to uh, use you. The goal of God is to mature you like a son Jesus is to produce his Christ, his son Jesus in you, Christ becoming the full measure formed in you. So God's timing is always not a delayed timing, but it comes on the right timing so that you, when you are blessed, the blessings don't kill you. Amen. Uh, I'm paraphrasing uh, what Bill Johnson said when, when the reason why God delays um, uh, our prayers answers to our prayers because when we receive blessing the blessings uh, should not kill us but help us to move to the next level number three they didn't uh, rest recharge and recuperate to restart their mission and sometimes that's what uh, you know the people who are burnt out have gone through they didn't rest you know god says uh, you have to work six days one day rest and i know some of you see me cmci it's uh, uh, this goes against some of your uh, way of doing things and i'm not here to please any one of you uh, i'm i'm going 
want to tell you as it is you know you need rest and uh, and someone told uh, like you know uh, i am devil is always working so how can i rest and uh, the pastor responded back i don't work for the devil i work for god who worked six days and rested rest is so important recharging you know how are you recharging son if you don't recharge you're gonna collapse and you're gonna fall into all sorts of habits that's gonna pull you down and uh, the pitfalls are dangerous and catastrophic that you will create a culture within you that you live a dubious lifestyle and and if you don't recuperate rest recharge and recuperate you will not be able to restart your mission and i believe that is very important for every one of you that you take a yeah, moment every day to rest and you take a day in a week to rest i'm not talking about saturday or sunday one day in a week whatever it days that fits for you and then you do something a month uh, in a month you 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 do something for yourself that you can recuperate and then in every year you you take a, a portion of your days to just hang out with god with you and with your loved ones it's important so that you can restart your mission otherwise you burn out and i believe i have seen in the ministry i am 44 years old i have been in the ministry since i was 19 years old 18 i gave my life to the lord 1920 started in the last 24 years i have seen so many so many people who are working for God are burnt out. And that's what I want to encourage you. And I'm not talking about just pastors. I'm talking about just normal believers, you know, who are just, you know, have a day job, but then they don't have the passion to share Christ anymore because there is no uh, dream inside of them that keep them burning because they are burnt out. And burnt out pizza, burnt out chicken, burnt out meat on the barbecue, whatever it is, is good for nothing. You can't eat it. It's it's first of all dangerous for you to consume it number two and it's not even pleasing to anyone it's burnt i mean it's ridiculous uh, so number four they were disappointed with their results that's why they were burnt out and that sometimes happens when you keep on working and working and working and you don't see a result and you feel like man i'm disappointed so i'm throwing in the towel i'm moving out you know i have seen and heard and and personally i've experienced also like some Sometimes you keep on doing stuff and you don't see a result and there's a chance to just throw in the towel and go and there were times we also felt that way and there are times I have seen my friends throwing in the towel and boom that's it I'm moving forward why because they are burnt out because they didn't see the results in their timing. Now, how do you recognize a burnt out person? You may be asking, Charles, uh, am I burnt out? How do I know that I am burnt out? Is my co-worker burnt out? How do I know if my co-worker is burnt out? I'm going to give you five reasons that you can examine yourself. Number one, they see no joy in their lives. A burnt out person see no joy in their lives. They are no fun to be around. They are joyless Christians. They are... They have a good Christian name, but there is no joy. And what is joy? Joy is not mere happiness that you are just smiling around. Joy is the profound presence of God that lives in you. And it is an unspeakable gift that God has given. In such a way, people look around, look, people around you look at you and say, this guy is going through humongous challenges. But the way he carries himself speaks of someone he is abiding in someone and someone is 
living in him. That is called joy. Joy is not the absence of problem. Joy is the presence of God in the midst of problem. So they are, they see no joy in their lives. So how do I know I don't have joy in my life? That's another subtitle. It's not in the screen, but I want you to tell you, uh, you can't be grateful. If you don't have a grateful heart, probably you don't have a joy. Probably you are burnt out. Why? An ungrateful heart cannot worship God. If you are not grateful, what happens? You become entitled. I worked all these years in missions. Look, my life has become good for nothing. I served the Christian organization for a mean salary. Why? My education, I could have earned six digits in dollars a salary, but with with all my heart I poured out. Look how they are mistreating me. What does this happen? Instead of being finding beautiful things, even in the little things and being grateful, we have found not the we are not focusing on the solution, we are focusing on the problem. What happens? We become entitled. An entitled person cannot be grateful and a great ungrateful person cannot worship God and you cannot worship God because there is no joy in you. Number two, they see more problems than solution. A person who is burnt out sees more problem than a solution. How do, they, how do, how do, how do you do that? They, you, you talk to your, any burnt out person. Hey, Velur uh, is developing, huh? Yeah, but it's a very dangerous thing. You know, I'm not saying, again, hear my heart. This is very important. I'm not saying when you, everybody who says, but, oh, he's a burnt out person. No, there is a line. There is a thin line from being burnt out and to content for more. Yes, I am contending for more. Yes, it's full of mess. Yes, the green circle is it's it's actually a red circle because you don't know where the vehicles are coming from <laughs> you know so so I, I i i do contend for more but we need to trust in the fact that this city has one of the best medical facility in the entire country thank god for that this city has one of the best education in the in the in terms of engineering in the entire country vit this city has produced some of the, you know, uh, amazing, amazing people out of this country. People come from different parts of the world to this country to find healing, to find education. So, yes, challenges are there. But I see more solution than the problem. If you see more problems than the solution, then, then there is something we have to examine our heart. Number three. They are constantly negative and critical of everything and everyone. And that's that's something. That's a, that's a negative spirit. And, and I'm not talking about you have to stay positive, the corona positive. Uh, one of my friends, uh, he lives in Holland. I asked him, uh, how are you doing, man? This is the last few days of 2020-20. How are you doing? And he said, Charles, we are finishing all as a, as a family. We are finishing well 
uh, on a positive note <laughs> he has got three kids he and his wife all of them are positive and uh, said we are ending in a very positive note i'm not talking about that i'm talking about being constantly negative critical you know critical about your boss critical about your work critical about your environment critical about the place critical 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 it's critical to a point where it's uh, you know it's like uh, nobody can't even um, handle you anymore and that means you're burnt out number four yeah the burnt out person is either lost hope in what god has called them they lost hope they just gave up they say this is a god forsaken god forgotten city nation you know i'm praying to have an escape mentality they ever escape to heaven or they escape to another country where they find solace in that which is also yeah very dangerous sign of you being burnt out and the last but not the least they always give excuses or blame others to their current condition they say you know what um, uh, the burnt out person is very good in blame shifting and and that's why it's very tough to even work with a burnt out person why because the burnt out person uh, will give you all sorts of excuses uh, i can't do this uh, i i am not eligible i i you know moses if you read this entire chapter 2 3 and 4 you will see the story of how god rescues a burnt out person he has his ambassador to set people free from slavery to promised land from darkness to light and it's amazing so Uh, and and i want to dwell the rest part of maybe another 10 minutes how god restores a burnt out person that's my main focus but i need to give you enough information and paint the background in such a way that you will able to receive it so how god restores a burnt out person maybe you are a burnt out person maybe you are you are realizing man i think i'm burnt out you know uh, i am not burning but i'm i'm I have nothing to give. Let me tell you the good news is there are five things I want to share with you. This is going to really 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 encourage you and help you to grow. Number 1, he meets you where you are at. Look at Moses. He was in the desert, God and call him to back somewhere. He comes to your level. Right now he is coming to your living room, he is coming to your bedroom, he is coming to your office, he is coming into your car, he is coming into wherever you are and he is meeting you right now and he is saying my son, my daughter, I need you. And that's the humility of God. That's amazing. Now God doesn't need us. We need him actually. But we say I don't need you, Lord. But actually it's the reverse. and god says you know what son i can still perform miracles without you but i want i desire i designed in such a way i want to partnership with you i need you i need you he says to you i need you i don't know if this makes sense to you but to put your hand on your heart and say god thank you for coming to my level to touch me rescue me amen number 2 he invites you to surrender look at the verse uh was one he was one he god met him in the desert okay number 2 uh, was chapter 3 was 5 you know he says do not draw near to this place take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is a holy ground he invites you to surrender now 
it's a hard thing for many of us to do because we all have uh, stuff that we hold on to entitlement and we feel like this has to happen that has to happen this has to happen what about this what about the justice blah 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 but god is inviting you to surrender and look what he said remove your sandals sandals are made out of animal skins you know and he was the one who paid the ultimate price he's saying he's inviting you to take his yoke upon us every work that you have tried to come to god on your terms is a dead work except the work of jesus on the cross so we can't get to god on our terms but on his terms he invites us to surrender and sandals uh, they used to be most of them used to be on a leather in those days it's made out of leather and still now leather shoes are the most expensive shoes that you could ever pay for and and i want to encourage you like god says you know what hey take off your sacrifices your her your your way of doing things remove that surrender it come to the holy ground i paid the price already for you and it's incredible no it's in, this is this is this is so beautiful this is this is going to blow your mind the tree was burning but not burnt up okay the tree who was who was uh, crucified on the tree jesus see jesus crucified died on the cross for you and this sacrifice is not only for the first generation people it the sacrifice is for everyone who ever lived or gonna live for all their sins that's why it's not consuming it's it's the 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 fire is burning but it's not consumed it's not burnt up that is what god is inviting is inviting you to come to that place of eternal all powerful all knowing ever increasing government and love of god is asking you to come into that eternal perspective and he's saying i will restore you how beautiful it is that to know that that we have a god who is beyond our logical interpretation number 4 he reminds you of the vision look at exodus chapter 3 verse 7 the lord said i have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters for i know their sorrows it's amazing no he comes to where you are at he invites you to surrender now he says okay i want to remind you of the vision remember moses had a dream and he had this vision of like wow my people are suffering that i need to do something now he is reminding i am that feeling you had moses 40 years ago i am actually having that in my heart i'm having that in fact not just 40 years ago i'm having that almost more than 300 years ago i see the people how you guys suffer you, you understand what i'm saying so and then moses goes back and forth with all his dialogue like that's what happens right when when god meets us we kind of say oh lord who am i you know moses asked this question who am i who are you what if people don't believe and all those things and then the, uh, number 4 he instructs us to do what uh, to do next he instructs us 
what to do next. Uh, Exodus chapter 3 from verses 10 to 16, if you read, there is a dialogue going on. And he, he and Moses was having a dialogue like uh, God specifically tells Moses like, hey, don't do this, do that, go talk to Pharaoh, tell them that I have sent you. And Moses goes back and forth and he says, oh, my Lord, who, you know, I don't even speak well. And, and who are you? And, and, you know, people don't believe. What can I do? And all those excuses back and forth. But God in his sovereignty, not offended by the questions, the rhetoric questions he's asking, but he graciously gives Moses uh, instructions how and what to do next and that's the same way he not only comes to our place of where we are at he invites us to surrender he reminds us of the vision that he put in our hearts and then he gives us detailed instructions and he gives us right now some of you are listening uh, to this message and you're you're you are under the the holy spirit is speaking to you now why you need to take this step of obedience you need to take the step of faith and you need to move out you know maybe you need to forgive maybe you need to let go maybe you need to you know uh, change your environment maybe you need to step out and and do something in obedience and that instruction is speaking to you and you have a choice when you step out and this is what happened the last but not the least number five he encourages us that you plus God is equal to majority. And this is where he, basically God says, you know, in Exodus chapter 3 verse 14, God said to Moses, I am, it's in caps, I am who I am. In, in the, the literal translation is, I am all sufficient for all your needs to be met. So it's, it's, it's God, it, this is the, the major, you know, insurance that you can receive like you have the basic insurance and then you have the uh, platinum the premium and then the platinum insurance that's kind of this this is the most platinum insurance like god says me and you are majority i got you covered i am that i am i am all sufficient for your needs for your questions for your thoughts for your struggles just you and me make this happen not you and my idea, you and your idea, it's you and me can make this happen. And I want to encourage you, my dear friends, I don't know where you are at in your life and walk with the Lord, but I felt the Lord was telling me, talk to some, talk about this to people from your, from the congregation I have given you. There are some who are burnt out and they are just... Uh, how politely I can put this. Uh, they are just surviving. They lost their passion. They lost their dreams. They lost their goals. They, the only goal for them is to survive. There is nothing uh, desirable for them. And the Holy Spirit is saying, just like I came down to Moses, I'm coming down to their level. I'm inviting them to surrender. I'm instructing them to do what next. And I'm sharing them the vision that I have put in their hearts. And I am reminding them again that they, when they are with me, 
they don't have to have all the major voices applauding them and supporting them you and god are majority my dear friends you know the rest of the story moses stepped out in faith and he saw great miraculous hand of god that manifested through his life and he brought the entire people from slavery to the promised land he brought the people from bondage to freedom and god wants to collaborate with you god wants to use you god wants to bring his kingdom through you but your responsibility is to remove the sandals your responsibility is to listen to his instruction your responsibility to say yes to his vision that he has put in your heart and your responsibility to take courage that you and god are majority i want to pray with you my dear brothers and sisters and if you are one of those person who are burnt out who who lost your vision you kind of now realize as god was speaking to you through uh, through this sermon you say to god god here i am here i am i bring my burnt out i bring my frustrations my hurt my disappointments my rejections everything to you heal me restore me give me a new start again so that i can freshly start and do what you call me to do father i pray for my brothers and sisters that you will help them to start again start again yes lord maybe the relationship that has that they hoped for has completely gone south and they have shut themselves off help them to pull down their shutters to start again to trust in you that you are the god of family maybe they have hurt by their authority and they have come to a place of self defense papa help them to put that shutter down so that's continue to trust again because you are their leader maybe they tried and they failed and they built up a wall of doing safe help them to pull that shutter down so they can risk again with you lord maybe some of you here have lost the ability to trust again in a person because of the betrayal help them to forgive and pull down the shutter of betrayal so they can trust again so that your kingdom can be established father i pray for my brothers and sisters they will not be burnt out they will be burning for you and i pray this in jesus mighty name amen my dear brothers and friends if you are here for the first time and you are watching this and you don't know jesus i want to invite you to surrender your life to jesus and you make your heart right with god and you say to god jesus i invite you in my heart i want you to be my lord and savior i confess with my mouth that you died for my sins and i believe in my heart that you rose again and you have rescued me from darkness to light my friends if you made this prayer i believe you are born again be plugged in in any god fearing bible based spiritual church be committed 
I believe God is going to turn your life from a mess into a message of His hope through you to the people around you. God bless you. And we love you guys. Shalom. Shalom.